1: Good morning, America. Happy Monday. I hope you guys are doing really well. Uh, Today, you are listening to, of course, Mizzy Bender. And uh, we have our favorite educator with us, Xavier. Welcome back. Thank you. It's been a while. How's it been going? It's been good. Keeping Uh, busy. Yeah, that's fantastic. So again, we're recording live from LWP Venue, and uh, we're going to be talking fire play today. Ooh. Uh Is this a favorite subject of yours, or?
0: It's one of my favorites. Yeah. I love love playing with fire. It's uh, such an interesting type of uh, scene. Yeah. And there's so much that you can do with it. It's a lot of fun.
1: It's funny. When we were having the conversation kind of leading into the podcast, actually, we weren't even really talking. I don't know what we were talking about, but Xavier was saying it. There's like this one moment when you you just feel like you're God by like holding this ball of flame. So can you like tell us how you even get to the point where you're holding a ball of flame?
0: Uh, So like most everybody that started with Fireplay, I took a fire class and I learned about it and I made my own equipment and started playing with it. And uh, the first time I, I, I was playing one of the first things they teach you is you want to get the excess alcohol off the torch and so you run the alcohol across your hand and you're now literally holding a ball of fire and there's this stupid moment where in your head you're like i'm holding an element (laughs) i'm a god and then it burns you and you go nope nope i'm human
1: bring bring (laughs) back down to reality like how long does it actually take for you to feel the sensation of the
0: heat uh you feel the heat almost instantly but to, to um, burns take place in about four to five seconds. Four
1: to five seconds. So, wow, that's like... I mean, you think that that... I mean, four to five seconds is kind of long, but it's not, you know, when you really think about it. I would I, I can't wait to see it in action. So, with Fireplay, I didn't realize there were so many levels and variations of it. Um, for somebody that's brand spanking new, right. what is the intro? How do we get there? What are the highlights?
0: So, the first... Um it, it's called fire player fire Massage, and it would be using uh, torches that are, are dipped in it's 70% isopropyl alcohol. And like I said, you wipe off a little bit, and the first thing you do is you, when you're wiping it off, you're, you're heating your hand up, so you use your hand to warm up the skin, get them prepared at the bottom. And then it's, it's um, when you start applying directly, it's, you, you're swiping the torch across and following it within three seconds to wipe the alcohol up. Oh, uh, to so, put you're, the flame in. so you're, you're like
1: one hand doing one thing, the other hand's kind yep, of following yeah. behind the aftercare, sort and,
0: of. It, it, the idea is to put the flame out or light the flame off before it actually burns mm. the bottom. Um, now, there's a number of principles that keep that from happening, and it doesn't... It's not likely to happen, and I've gone as long, as long as six seconds on a bottom that... I really had a tough skin and could take the heat and liked it and mm. but that's a, more on the sadistic side of, of of the fireplace
1: and i'm sure that's like a couple of times into playing and like understanding their exactly. bodies and stuff like that you know i'm yeah. going to cut you off because I, I i didn't even connect these dots how silly is this so we were at party at scouts which is another venue that we're at and there was um entertainers there and they had a fire tent massage setup um th- it was actually beautiful i didn't I didn't partake in the, in the massage because I was like, wait a minute, what if, I know this is going to sound so ridiculous, I can't even say it, I believe I'm saying it out loud, like, I'm a hairy girl, right, I'm Italian and German, so, like, I, you know, exactly, so, like, as, yeah, I'm, you know, and so, I I was joking with somebody when we were at Scouts, and I'm like, what happens with all your body hair when you're doing this, and then, I'm like, I would grow back, and I would be like a monkey, like, I don't understand.
0: <laughs> uh, it, it- we, we, so, fire player joke. It, it, it replaces the Clippers, but not the razor. It'll we'll take it down. To, it'll it'll burn the hair off down to about a sixteenth of an inch.
1: Is that right? So it's yeah. not completely gone, then. No, it's oh, okay. not completely
0: gone. It, it'll burn it down to about a sixteenth of an inch, and um, it doesn't smell good.
1: That uh, makes me feel so much better, though. It, truthfully, this yeah. this is the turning point of actually making me think that I'll try it now. Because, honest to God, I was not going to do it because of that. <laughs> you no,
0: know, it it it. it um, so with, when you're putting the skin on, like a lot of people, the big concern is being burned by the fire. But the reason most fireplaces done on a massage table is first thermodynamics: the heat's going away from the body, so the likelihood of the burns are is reduced. But there's the other there's another principle. Um, alcohol in a liquid form will not burn. Alcohol only burns as a gas. So when you put it on the skin and your body warms it, the gas coming off is what's actually igniting. The liquid is acting as a barrier. It's called the Leidenfrost principle, and it it actually acts as an insulator and protects the bottom from actually being burned by the fire and, and gives you the chance to wipe it out. <sighs>
1: My God, like who knew, right, guys? This is this is why these educational pieces are so important because it's like you have the idea of what you want to do and the things are enjoyable, but you have no. Idea idea how it's happening why it's happening or anything of the sorts and these are the key components of like you need to understand what's going on when you're going to play in these territories
0: uh, you don't a lot of people they don't care about the science they don't they uh, don't want to they don't want to learn it I, I talk about it in the class i try to i try to get the boring stuff out in front yeah. so we can get to the demonstration and but i think i i, I like the science i like the 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 interest in going on uh, uh what what's going on with uh with that scene and why I can do what I can do. and Yeah,
1: it's like, for me, I mean, I always want to know the whys. You know, like, I'm super inquisitive, so when anything is brought to the table, I'm like, okay, I need to understand exactly how this is working from start to finish. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's only just a fascination. I don't know why the fuck I'm like that. It's probably annoying, but uh, it. I like listening to you, though, because you literally, you go back into... That you go through history you kind of get to where we were and if you guys are listening and will continue to listen to the educational pieces that we're bringing to you on the podcast you'll hear a lot of the history specifically when you were talking about the wand mm-hmm. you know just everything about that so no i appreciate it you know i think it's important to you know have a, at least a solid understanding of the concepts you know
0: I, I agree i think it's a i think it's important to know um why you can't do certain things because and if you don't understand why it works you don't understand why you can't do something yeah
1: exactly so it,
0: it helps but it's also a lot of people are more about learning the mechanics and not really worrying about the the finite details yeah. and that's i i and i i, can I understand get i get that it, too it's, it's for enjoyment it, but if it's in the if you know it somebody says it to you it's in the back of your head that that knowledge is there
1: yeah and, exactly and
0: some people will grasp it and run with it and some people are like oh that's fucking amazing I didn't really I never even thought about yeah
1: exactly yeah I mean I don't know I I mean we've had good conversation throughout the various times that we've been together and the knowledge that just keeps coming out is incredible so I thank you again for being here and sharing it with us you know
0: I, I love doing it
1: yeah right it's fucking cool like this is this this you know again this is like one of my points of the lifestyle and why I love it so much because you just come across fascinating people or just people that you jive with and you're like this is cool as fuck and then we get to bring something you know to the table you know, value for you guys, like full circle, it's just the most rewarding yeah. experience, you know? And I think that you feel that way from an educator standpoint.
0: I, I, I like educating for that purpose. Um, as we were talking in one of our discussions, I, I, I like educating because, you know, the community's changed a lot since I entered the community. And um, a lot of people in the early days of BDSM before FetLife and stuff like that, there there was a lot of injuries. People mm-hmm. got hurt because they were learning how to do this. Now we have Felt like when we have classes and we have education and I think it's important to take the classes and be a part of the education because we've already made those mistakes being 20 years in the community why should you make those same mistakes it,
1: yeah exactly
0: the, you know let's save you let's get past because if we get you past the mistakes we've made all that can happen is advancement in the community advancement in what we're doing advancement Uh, in the styles of play yeah because it'll only get better and better the more we know the more we understand and Mm -hmm. starting at a better vantage point is just going to help the community and I
1: you know what the way you put that it's so on point it's so true and it also goes to like if you're unsure about something or like you have a question there's no question that's a foolish question to ask because if you're thinking it somebody else is also thinking it you know like you're not alone in it and so to have instructors and educators that are so knowledgeable very experienced for me it's made me so much more comfortable throughout this weekend because you listen to how they speak you listen to how they have aftercare you listen to their boundaries and the control and you listen to just the overall the the way that you guys present yourselves Mm -hmm. is incredible and uh, it makes you feel super safe and secure you know so
0: that's part that's part of my job is is making you feel Safer in the, in the knowledge of what we're doing. That mm-hmm. I know what's going on. I know what's happening, and it and it it's a it's a big deal. You know, I say I, I tell people in my classes, and I, we talked about this again earlier. Um, what we're doing is inherently dangerous. We're mm-hmm. playing with fire. We're playing with electricity. We're playing with impact implements that are large and heavy and can do serious damage. What makes it safer, and it's not safe. It makes it safer is our knowledge and how much we we. Uh, are aware of what we're doing.
1: Yeah, it's so true. Now, with all of this that you're saying, like, when was the first time you decided that you wanted to play with fire? Were you nervous? Were you, like, no, 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 it's just first, another thing to add on to the...
0: The first time I decided I needed to learn fire, I was I was at uh, a big public party. I was I had come with the Violet Wanda and some impact stuff, and um, um, there was a gentleman doing fire play. He's now become a good friend, um, and he was an educator and he taught fire and he and I went to one of his classes and I learned fire play and I fell in love with it, it there's just something about the, the the sound of the everything that goes with it uh, especially when you get into some of the advanced techniques like there's nothing like it in the world when you're spinning fire floggers and mm-hmm. it's, it's just it's an amazing uh, I'm experience. sorry uh, you
1: just you just said spinning fire floggers fire
0: floggers yes so,
1: okay okay i guess i never really thought about the instruments that are used that are put on fire i n- didn't think a flogger would be one of them but that um, makes I sense
0: actually, i i i don't have them with me next time we're together i'll, I'll show them to you i have uh, flyer, uh floggers that are made out of kevlar and i soak them in alcohol and light them up and spin them like a regular florentine flogging scene but i'm hitting the person with fire instead of with just the leather
1: what is that sensation like on that like okay so i've watched you know so i as i'm sitting here kind of trying to like implement the flogger scene you know i'm just picturing somebody like bent over the bench you know the wrists are going the floggers are going in each direction kind of like is this is this the momentum that you have going on with the yeah, fire also?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very much the same. Um, I normally use a cross with the, so I can get the hole back. Oh, and he you has, use the
1: cross, okay?
0: And uh, I, I, I have a neoprene hood, uh, or not neoprene, a uh, uh, Nomex hood, which is a fire retardant material it's, uh, commonly used by race car drivers to, in case their car catches on fire, protects them.
1: But so the your your bottom is wearing this a Nomex hood. hood and goggles and goggles right in case do you of a- hear the safety that's going on here guys i just want to make sure that you're capturing this so you know even though you know this is for you know whatever their sexual desire is for they are so i never would have thought that you were wearing
0: uh well we don't want to set person's hair on fire brother, makes and sense pa- and uh the goggles are if, if i'm flogging on the front with the uh, if, if, if a drop of alcohol comes off and hits them in yeah. the face it the the Nomex covers most of it, but it does cover the eyes. The goggles will protect the eyes if 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 a, if a spray comes off, because I don't want anybody ending a scene with an ambulance ride is never a good.
1: Now, first, okay, guys, I hope that you're listening and you're not thinking I'm, like, naive or ridiculous for asking these questions. I'm literally, like, I've never been in this scenario before, so I, my mind is really blown on this. Now, the, the other thing is, is, like, how does the bottom feel, like, wearing this equipment? Like, is it, like...
0: Well, they're, they're naked except for the, the Nomex hood because, um, again, with the fire, I'm, I'm spinning... Um, with fire flogging, I was using 90%, so it's roughly around 220 degrees of the flame, and it, it'll melt. Underwear, it'll melt, yeah. you know, a polyester material. So you have to be naked for a fire flogging scene. And um, like I said, that's really more of an advanced play, but it's so much yeah. fun. It's, it's you, you fall in love with the, the the fire roaring as it goes past you, and you're oh completely God. wrapped up in this ball of fire. It's fantastic. Does
1: does the fire leave marks like a flogger would or anything? No,
0: it doesn't. Uh, not unless, not unless alcohol. Um, You're more likely to get burned in a fire flogging scene than in a fire play scene uh, because it's a vertical situation.
1: What's the difference between a fire play and a fire flogger scene?
0: Fire flogger scene is a a much more intense scene because you're actually going to be completely engulfed in fire at some point, but not actually lit on fire. Yeah. Um, But you're also standing vertical, so the thermodynamics now, the heat's running along the body instead of away from the body, so it gets hotter quicker.
1: Okay. So then so uh, okay. So a normal fireplace scene then would be on like a massage table. Correct. And then you can then you go into these vertical scenes where right. you're on the cross or something of the sort. Yep. Okay. All right, I'm following it. I'm definitely I'm definitely understanding. Now, from your safety standpoint, so we've talked about the bottom. Does it do you wear any kind of no. so you don't so you're good. You're kind of just like I do my thing now. No,
0: when I had long hair, I'd put it up. I yeah. I tie it up and maybe put a clip and put it up so it just wasn't whipping around when I was moving um but with the short hair uh, no, no cuz i i i wear normally i'm wearing a kilt at events so mm. you know
1: can we talk about this also again guys don't judge me on the naiveness so i wear i see so many gentlemen wearing the kilts what does that actually represent
0: um most of the time it's heritage um uh, i'm I'm part scottish and i i but and I wear a couple, but frankly most people wear them because 'em 'cause they're comfortable.
1: Is that what it is for? So it's yeah. not really a true reason or No, it no. has nothing
0: to do with community. It's oh, okay. just comfortable. Ah, okay. Just
1: comfortable. I always thought that it had something to do with, you know, a particular I, I actually didn't know. I really yeah. didn't. So oh,
0: I I would have been in my coat, I forgot it this weekend. Oh um, I mean, god
1: damn it. and it got chilly. It got chilly.
0: Yeah, but I I uh, I and through the summer months, I wear my kilt. If I'm not at work, I'm wearing. i am rather be being kilt than jeans.
1: So you're pretty much just free bowling it all the time. Oh, yeah, you're just much. like a free man, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing.
0: There's nothing like the breeze blowing up. Under the <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So nice. Ah, these are the days <laughs> that we
1: live for, people. <laughs> oh my god! So, but what but is what most is-
0: kilts are made of wool, which are also flame retardant oh. naturally. So it it it. That's one of the reasons I do like the kilts. I also have leather kilts and stuff like that, but it. it, it you know, it, it helps keep me safe. and Yeah. Um, and I've hit myself with the floggers. It happens. Uh, normally, it's just brush the fire off and keep yeah.
1: going. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. So, and I guess everybody's skill or does it different. I don't know if everybody does it differently. So, last night, I was watching a scene, and uh, it was a flogging scene or something of the sorts, right? And so, the gentleman was going back and forth on the behind, but he'd go... He'd swipe the behind, and then the, the flogger would kind of, like, tap his his, his arm. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, he'd swipe it back, and it would touch his other arm. Mm-hmm. Do you Is that, like, a consistent thing where you guys, like, trying to feel the rhythm and the repetition of, like, what's going on? Or is that just well, his... Well,
0: when you're using something as flexible as a flogger, it's going to come around. Mm-hmm. And it's better to pull it through and hit your back than catch yourself in the face.
1: Okay, so you guys... So it,
0: it's more of a self-preservation.
1: So you guys are almost taught when you guys are doing the flogging, kind of this is some of the momentum that you're, yeah. you should be going in, yeah. It's interesting, I, I came across a woman who also does rope work and um, next time I'm at LWP, I'm going to catch her too because she also had she was also she was in the process of learning whipping mm-hmm. and I found that to be incredible. It was a conversation I was having with Miss Lady and I was I started to get fascinated with her conversation. So, so last night there was this one uh, two nights ago whenever it was she you know i was talking to her and then one of the other old doms from lwp was here and she does the whipping
0: mm-hmm.
1: holy shit she did this crackling of that whip and i was like it sent tinglings down my body now i have never been into that sort of thing and uh, not that i i don't know if i was or if i wasn't mm-hmm. but gosh darn hearing that snap Or like that... I was like... I don't know if I was impressed because I was like, who the fuck could do something like that? Or I'm like, I don't know what it was, but...
0: The uh, yeah, whip crack is—it's is, is great. And normally, you're not cracking it on the skin because if you crack it, you're, uh, so the cracker's is moving at the speed of sound. Which I, is, it's didn't sound I didn't know that.
1: I didn't know that—that's what that was. Yeah.
0: It, 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 what's actually happening is if you look at—if you ever look at a whip, it has a bias to it, and mm. like it wants to curve in one way. So you, when you're holding the whip, it's actually—it's cur- trying to curve up, and it does—it it can't. Gravity's holding it down. So when you throw it, the whip, the, th- the thick part starts as a large loop, and it rolls down and when it gets to the end there's so much momentum in the in the little piece of string at the end that's the cracker it actually breaks the sound barrier which is that crack
1: it's impressive so do you dabble in that or
0: i I have simple tails with me
1: you do oh my god so when you now when you're dabbling in all these different variations of play Mm -hmm. are all of the emotions or the feelings like the same like when you're playing with fire is it the same as when you're playing with some sort of impact toy or something
0: no not at all. Uh, fire is a much more sensual, relaxed play. I can take it to a sadistic level. Um, can you
1: explain? Can, all right. So now you gotta you gotta explain the the, the range here.
0: Um, so sadistic level is it, when I talk, talk about sadistic level. I, I, I identify as a sadist, so um, I like to bring a person to their absolute limit. I like to beat them until they can't take another swat, and they they have to say you know all right we need to stop the scene. Um, it's the same with the fi- fireplay. I can take it to the same level, but for the most part, people like a more sensual fireplace. So it's just applying of the heat and moving it around and playing. Um, it's not as intense as um, a, a whip scene. And like or like doing a scene with impact, I, I, I like music. I like my heavy metal. I like something with a beat, and I'll, and I'll go along to the beat. Yeah. But the fireplay, because it's a much more fluid form of play, I... Um, I like softer music or less or no music. So
1: something that's a little bit more calm and so, yeah. So it's almost like you're going into like a spa, but yet you're really just getting your body all just heated up.
0: (laughs) And, and there's, there's lots of different variations with the fire play. Um, like I said, the basic is the fire massage with the wands and putting that on. Then there's fire cupping. Um, yes,
1: tell me about the fire cupping, because I didn't know that existed either.
0: Yeah, so fire cupping actually started as Chinese medicine. It was, um, they used to boil bamboo cups in with herbs for whatever it was ailment, and they would put it on, it was supposed to suck the ailment and negativity out of your body. Um, for the most part, it, it's kind of like getting a massage in reverse. Mm-hmm. Um, we use glass cups now instead of bamboo, and we what we do is take the wand and we rub alcohol on the inside, and that um, forces the air to expand, and when you put it down, the fire goes out and it contracts and pulls the skin in. And it's kind of like getting a massage in, in reverse because it's pulling all the muscles up into the cup, and mm. then you can slide the cups around. And you um, can
1: slide the cups around. Yeah,
0: twist them, slide them around give, to cause different sensations. Um, Even just leaving them can become rather intense, depending on the type of cupping, where the cupping is going. Because if you're doing if you cup on breasts or if you cup on the vagina or something, it's becomes very intense very quickly.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to pause here. You know, like m- my partner Spencer and our single guy, they have this. Affi- if- infatuation i think i'm pretty sure it's got to be cupping of the vagina i'm not entirely sure what their mission is but i know that there's some sort of suction cup coming my way and i mean we've already talked about the nipple um things i would imagine it's semi-similar to that although the one i want is different no it's not they're not the same sensations the the,
0: the intensity level for a labia cupping is uh 50 fold Mm. it's you know um so when you do it, you want to use a larger cup for a labia cupping so that you get a seal mm-hmm. and you need it, it you only get one chance to put it on correctly and once it's on it's going to pull everything inside and it's going to distend it actually ends up like all the blood that's being pulled into the labia and the clit and everything it, it all turns like this beautiful purple it looks like a black orchid it, yeah. like growing in the glass um and and uh, then you do fire play over that yep
1: <sighs> okay first i need to backtrack on so why do you guys like cupping the vagina and i'm sure when you take the cup off then your fucking hoo-ha is you know gigantic
0: yeah it takes a couple hours to go back to normal yeah um it to be honest with you i've only done it once it's not something most people want to experience because um the first five minutes of it it's rather painful it is right and um and this is from women i know who have experienced it i because obviously i don't have that equipment um but it becomes rather painful it's rather painful for the first five minutes but uh, after about five minutes and you you've become used to it most of them say it just becomes a constant orgasm they just it's just because it's all that blood being pulled in it just stimulates and just stays that way you tap the cup and it's an orgasm and, yeah.
1: the, <laughs> and then when you put the fire on it like they feel the heat on the on the on their vagina I'm sure yeah, of it yeah. Yeah. I can't, you know, I'm sitting here with like my my hands on my temples because I just I can't comprehend what the sensations. Of, I could I I can imagine it being a sensory
0: overload. It, yeah.
1: yeah. You know, I'm not really sure. I would I would appreciate the aftercare feeling. I mean, uh, you know, yeah, it,
0: depending on on the individual's body, some of them go, it goes back in about four hours. some it takes a day or two. Yeah, you know, for, to get back to normal.
1: That's kind of crazy. And then I mean, I know this isn't the topic of it, but. Like what is the sensation like for the girl after like the couple of days? Because like I'll say like when we have it's a good, very tender. it is right like when but when like we have a good play session with the three of us, like I can't feel my vagina for days. Like God, I'm, I'm like there's no feeling in it anymore. Like I just I'm like I need like five days for it to I'll all go back and like feel the same it's, and like feel that the, the just, yeah, just and, the it, stations.
0: and it would probably be similar with us. It would probably take two three days for you to get to become to get back to normal and it it would be rather intense that's
1: crazy and then wow okay so what are what (laughs) other variations of fire play are there
0: um there's a fire towel or Chinese fire massage um so fire towel you take like a large towel and you sat a damp towel and you put it on the bottom and saturate it with alcohol and you light it, and when it, they start to feel the heat, you smother it, and it becomes a hot compress, and just pushes all the heat right down into the muscles.
1: Wait, hold on. I want to make sure I understand this correctly. So, there's a thing laid down on the alcohol. The body lays on this.
0: No, there's no. The body is on the massage table. Oh, oh, oh. Take a towel, a, uh-huh. a, like a damp beach towel. Yeah. Uh, Fold it in half. Like you want to run it through like uh, the washing machine until spin cycle, and then take it out. Okay. And then you lay that across the the person. You uh, pour some alcohol, in, and you light the alcohol. So understood. They, okay, and it burns for about two, three minutes. Okay, and they're just sitting under the bonfire. Uh, uh, like I said, that's uh, that's where we 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 will make s'mores over them. We've cooked hot. Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: people. because he was saying like you know if we we he was mentioning something of how we can use a person as a s'more maker, and I was yeah. like, well, this I'm like I have some freaky friends. <laughs> I would be curious on which ones would try that. You yeah. know, I've never heard of that before either. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, but when they, when they start to feel the heat coming through the towel. And they tell us that they're they're feeling it. Uh, tell me that they're feeling it. I, everybody gets away, and I throw another damn towel on top, and it turns that whole thing into a hot compress. It pushes all that heat back down to the skin, and it goes from being, all right, I'm feeling a little bit of warmth to holy shit, this is hot.
1: And so, what is the the end reasoning on this particular play?
0: It, it's so. It, it again, it comes from a Chinese. Method of 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 massage because it's pushing all the heat it loosens the muscles and so it
1: was primarily just for muscle and then we you guys have figured out how to really you know yeah
0: understand the yeah <laughs> well
1: understand the mechanics of it and what it does to the body yeah which ultimately is what you know the I find is the fe- you know the kink world is all about is uh,
0: and and a lot of people like fire play is like a final scene for the night because um, it, it it especially after a good beating it loosens so like a
1: nice unwind or something right.
0: yeah it loosens things up and makes it a little a little bit more. Comfortable unless you got some. Uh, you get you, you get a sadistic shithead like me who you know I, I I just bloodied you on the cross and then now I have you lay down. I just spray your ass with alcohol and watch no. you squirm.
1: No, yeah. okay, you are fucking crazy. Okay, <laughs> you know, listen, this guy he's a cool motherfucker to hang out with. I would never be able to tap into his world, and it's interesting because I do think that the single guy that we play with is, he does, he does classify himself in that way, Mm -hmm. but, and, you know, he's constantly pushing me to, like, what my, what my limits would be, and all that, and I don't have an issue with that, because I'm just super curious, and, you know, so all of these things, not that there's, like, ever fire play, but he's, you know, like, the whips, and, like, he's got, like, his caning, and things like that, you know, so... Now, this just has opened up the whole world of conversation for me to bring to the table. You know, because, like, when you find people that you trust, mm-hmm. you know, to play in this way, it's different, right? Yep. I always say, like, I'm not just going out, yeah, I'm a swinger, but I'm not just going out to the club and fucking the first person they see, you know? Exactly. There's much yeah. more involved with there it. There needs to
0: be some level of a connection. Yeah. Even if, uh, you know, with with play, the connection is not doesn't need to be as strong or as intimate as, uh, as, as uh, I guess, it, I imagine it would be with swinging, you know, um... But it's, it, you, yeah, you definitely need some level of connection and you definitely need to trust the person yeah. because, uh, you know, I, you pick up, somebody comes at you with, you know, I have a cricket bat sitting over there. So, you know, I pick up a cricket bat and start walking towards you to smack your ass. If you don't trust me, there's a whole lot of what the fuck did I get myself into yeah. going on in your head. Yeah. And, you know, there's probably a lot of that going on anyway. Mm-hmm. But, um that's what it, it, it's all about knowing how to use the tools at your disposal.
1: Yeah, and I'll say, you know, so the only time that I've ever participated in my kink side of things like this is with LWP, uh, specifically Miss Lady. Uh, she's really probably the only person that like I truly trust, uh, mm-hmm. only because you know her and I have a great chemistry. And you guys
0: are friends, know Ex- each other. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. And um, there was another one of her doms a while back that. And our, actually it was only at her um, annual ball a couple years ago he, he was doing a sensory play but he wore we both wore headphones he had music the same music as I was listening to and his his routine or, or, or scene went specifically to the music I was fucking blown away um, and I couldn't believe how much sensory was involved with mm-hmm. that on your guys aside from a planning standpoint and learning standpoint and then executing it, that's cool as shit.
0: And and what like you'll you'll hear uh, submissives talk about getting into subspace, getting into that it's a it, headspace, it's it's an endorphins rush from from what's going on. The more aspects of your sensory we can control, the more the easier it is for us to put it there. Like um like this uh the the electric scene I was doing last night, we had a lot of people around that she. she uh, there was a lot of laughing and screaming and, mm-hmm. and she was open but if I had headphones on her and she was listening to all the music I chose and she was uh, blindfolded I'm taking away those senses I now control what she feels, what she hears that what she cr- sees crazy? and it changes the entire dynamic of a scene um, it's only something I would do with somebody I played with regularly because so, I know them mm-hmm. and I know how they're going to react um, but yeah, you the more you can control the more uh, Effect of the scene will become as far as getting them into that subspace, yeah. getting that endorphin rush.
1: It's incredible. I mean, it really is, and I do appreciate that you guys are so talented and and, and so educated and willing to share all the knowledge. Because I mean, like I said, it's opened my mind for so many other questions. Now the thing. So if if we were to say like these are the two key factors when you're getting into fire play, like what would those things be that you would be the like call outs?
0: Take a class. Mm-hmm. Go to a class with a with with that somebody who knows it. See it done. If they're willing to have them shadow you Mm. through your first scene, yeah. There's a lot of mistakes that can be made with fire. It's not overly complicated. It's getting the emotions correct so that you don't injure your bottom. Yeah, because you know, we, we, you know, in the community, you know, I'm my job is to hurt you, but I'm not here to injure you or harm you. Yeah, I, you know, when the scene is done, I want you smiling. I don't want you laying on a gurney being rolled away. Right. um, Yeah. Yeah. And you want right exactly because it burns that's that's not fun for any of us for anyone and it also doesn't help the community grow yeah. it, it kind of creates problems
1: yeah i yeah i could see that too
0: so you know we we, we want to hurt yeah we don't want to harm you so you take a and fire a is,
1: consensual hurt people yeah. this is a consensual hurt
0: it, it's all about the consent um but the fire play is one of the ones that can go very wrong very very quickly mm. so you really take a class definitely take a class um, and if you have somebody who does fire and they're willing to shadow you and walk you through the mechanics of it, um, it's gonna be it's much better than because people learn differently. So, mm-hmm. some people learn from hearing something, some people learn from reading, some people learn from seeing it. Some need to actually do it, yeah. They don't, you They can sit and listen to a lecture on it all day, but until they actually the do it, they just it, yeah. right, it, they can't do it. So,
1: I'm um, more like that, I'm like a hands on learner.
0: So, like, um, i mentioned earlier on october 10th we're doing i'm doing a fire play class here at lwp
1: that's lwp
0: and the plan is to have um a couple of other fire tops here and we're going to set up multiple massage tables so when i'm done my class we're going anybody who wants to try it with their bottom or bottom for a scene we're and we're going to try and do the hands-on so that they can actually do it with us shadowing them so that they learn to do it safely because you know that Everything's about consent and, and making it as safe as we can.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, um, through the various conversations that we were having, we were talking about how My minor Parties is holding their Halloween event here at LWP. And uh, we were talking about bringing you in for educational pieces. So guys, as you continue to, you know, follow and become more interested and intrigued about these different subjects, a reminder, you know, they hold the Zoom meetings, is it like every other Tuesday? It's every
0: other Tuesday. Next one's this coming Tuesday. Yeah. On- or, I'm sorry. I don't know what
1: uh, Yeah, I don't know what date we're on either. I kinda like go by the seat of my pants these days. <laughs> um, I think that we're uh it's so the twelfth and thirteenth this week, right?
0: Yeah, so the, the the zoom zoom this week would be September fifteenth. And then it would be every other weekend, so the
1: 29th would be the next one. The 29th, okay. So every other week, guys. So uh, like we said, the 15th, the 29th. So you're going to have to follow depending on when this podcast launches. Um, But uh, note that we will have education here at our event. But if you guys also want to learn more or have some questions, reach out on FetLife. Xavier, Dom. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. And I'm going to get the URL and plug it into all of my different sections and everything. So you'll be able to find it. Um, and it's no problem for the community to reach no, out to absolutely. you.
0: absolutely. Uh, reach out. I'd rather people call, ask questions than try it and hurt themselves. Yeah,
1: exactly. And if it's an in-depth thing that can't be answered just then, you know, you guys can always come down to LWP. They have um, Thursday night free meet and greets. Right, Thursday
0: night, you don't have to be a member. It's a meet and greet. This is how you come in and get vetted to buy a membership to come to the events.
1: And so when you guys come to the event, like if you come to a real event here, you do have to have a membership. Um, So that would be your opportunity to kind of come and browse things and and, and really get a feel and kind of get an understanding on how the operation works and get more comfortable uh, with the educators here because all of them are so willing to just share everything that they have. So I'm really looking forward to having you back and I'm really hoping that we can just keep continuing to record more podcasts Absolutely. because there seems to be an endless amount of subjects that we can cover. <laughs>
0: The, more you're, the longer you're here, the more you learn. Right, that's exactly and, it. And the more you find to learn.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, thank you so much for joining. And um, like I said, I do hope to see you soon. So guys, follow Mizzy Bender on every single network that you possibly can. Mind Bender Parties. And make sure that you go to check out www.lwpvenue.com to get all the information. And Xavier, hopefully we'll talk to you really soon.
0: Look forward to it. All right, goodbye, America.